Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello and welcome to the second episode now in the Your Money Multiplier series. Today's episode is titled Live It Up Vacation Accounts. And today what we're going to cover is what you need to know about setting up a vacation account and what you can do to actually get the most out of it at the same time. My grandfather, Grandpa Joe, was known as being really organized when it came to money. If he was born in a different time outside of the Depression when most kids went to college, he would have been an accountant or something of that sort. That was always kind of his dream to be an accountant. One of the things he did with his money is using what some people refer to as an envelope system. He would break his cash paycheck into different envelopes. So maybe there's a grocery envelope, a rent envelope, an electric envelope, and you know that kind of thing. By segmenting his money in this way, it kept it better organized to make sure he had enough money for each of the various expenses that he incurred every month. Now, this kind of a system has actually been around for a while. And so you may have actually heard about it before. But it is incredibly effective, both practically and emotionally. If the grocery envelope is low, you're eating on the cheap that day. What you need to know is that this kind of a mindset, especially the emotional part of it, can also work outside of normal bills. It can work for fun things like vacation goals. If you calculate what a normal vacation generally costs, you can break it down and set one-twelfth of that aside every month which can help ensure that you're able to take that vacation every year. Coming up with a couple thousand dollars, say two to three thousand dollars, whatever it might be, all at once could catch you off guard, could be difficult if you don't plan for it. If you put just a little piece of that aside, though, every month into a separate account, there's a much, much better chance that you're going to reach that goal and be able to vacation, which, you know, is a is kind of a big deal. We want to make sure that we're enjoying life. Again, the whole point of all this is to make life more enjoyable. So what can you do? Or maybe more appropriately, how should you go about doing that? Now, let's say that your typical vacation costs two to $3,000. Now, obviously, there's a lot of variety in here for uh, where you are at and what you like to do. But this example breaks down to roughly, let's say, $200 a month or so. Now, this can be allocated into one of two places for this vacation account goal. The first is just a separate bank account. It's easy, manageable, and now you've made sure that you're setting aside some extra money to make sure that you're enjoying life that you otherwise would not have or may not have. The second option, though, can be a bit more interesting. This option involves that general investment account. So if you go to the second episode overall in the first series, like Super Gymnast Flexible, it's a non-retirement, fully accessible account that sits between your bank accounts and longer-term retirement accounts. It'd be the same $200 a month, automated transfer as the bank scenario, but now it feels a little bit farther away. Investment accounts have your names on them, just like a bank account does, but when it's an investment account, people feel like it's a little bit more removed from their direct control, a little bit further away from how they would jump in and touch it. So in the bank account scenario, even if you have extra money in your regular bank account, let's say, that built up during the year, you are very, very likely to still hit up that vacation account because it's so easy and accessible to do. It's right next to the other bank account that you have for your normal checking. 
And there's, there's nothing wrong with that at all, because that is what it was there for. However, if you put into that general investment account the money instead, and you have enough extra money built up in your bank account during the year to cover the vacation anyway, you are more likely to just use that excess in the bank. So now the result of that is that an extra two to 3000 that is invested that would not otherwise have been invested. So in either scenario, you're taking the same vacation. But in the second scenario, there is a greater possibility of having additional savings that are invested for you long term towards your other goals that are building up possibly in the process. This means even more money maybe for future vacations, more quickly getting to retirement or education goals that you might have. Basically, you put yourself in a position to potentially give more money to yourself. (laughs) So a quick recap for today. First is that segmenting your vacation specific money can give you a much higher likelihood of having and taking that vacation you otherwise would not have taken. And really, that's the most important overriding point of this whole episode, taking more vacations. The second is that you have different places that you can save this into every month. Bank account, very easy, very straightforward. While if you have a general investment account that is already built up to some degree, saving the funds here could potentially lead you to saving more money than you otherwise would have if vacation money builds up elsewhere. I mean, if you kind of think about it right now, if you're not doing a monthly savings plan for vacations, which most people are not, you still probably take vacations a good amount of the time. Maybe there's some years where it's a little tight and you couldn't, but most years you probably take them anyway. So if you segment the money out to the investment account instead of the separate bank account, you still definitely have that money there if you need to have it to pull from for vacations. However, if you have enough money built up in the bank account on the side now, you may not even not even have to touch it. And now you're building up more for your future uh, where you otherwise would not have put yourself in that position to have that positive side effect. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Remember, we do also have the new Ask Joe section on the show's website, enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com. As a lot of these topics can be a little bit confusing, if you have more questions that pertain to your specific situation, please don't hesitate to reach out. Additionally, as I always say every week, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to uh, to subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. There are literally millions of young American families out there I'm trying to reach and help just like you. Clicking a star, leaving a review, subscribing makes us come up higher in the rankings so that more people are able to find us and hopefully improve their lives in the process. The next upcoming episode that we have is called Just Get an Umbrella Policy Already that will cover an extremely cost-effective, powerful tool to better protect you, which despite this, people many times still don't have. So as always, it's been great talking with you today, and I look forward to connecting again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. 
Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.